Let it out Don't hold it in, it's better out Darkness looking like bad weather clouds It can't stop me cause I'm heaven bound I feel better now On the highway, Lord, I'm heaven bound Welcome back to another episode of Broken Record Ministries. I'm Ronnie. Wee little Micah's back. How's it going? <laughs> See that eye juke he gave you? Coffee Mike's back. Hello, Ronnie, the bully. Ooh. <laughs> Ronnie, I accept I think, that. I think it's Instigator Mike tonight. Yeah, isn't I don't think so. I don't think so. He's stirring some pots. <laughs> Brother Bob's here. How's it going? Silent, not so silent. Ron is I'm, here. I'm silent. Your phone isn't. Yeah, it is. That's his. Oh. He's, he's playing with a whole punch. Yeah, you're playing I'm with a punch, punch hole. I'm playing a little ditty on the whole <laughs> punch. <laughs> he decided we needed some intro music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. And Big Daddy himself, Schmike, is here. How y'all doing? That's the first time in four years I've ever called you that. That's true. Yeah, and that was on, a little on weird. The just saying. It was weird for me, too. I hope it came off as awkward. Yeah. <laughs> it felt completely natural. I could see you said it before, just not on the podcast. <laughs> see, there it goes. Uh-huh. Stirring again. You ain't only got a spoon in there. You got one of those big mixers. Yeah. I got some sleep today, Bob. <laughs> Dude. I thought you slept every day till about five o'clock. No, amen. And we're talking. You only know one five o'clock, and that's in the afternoon. Uh, that's right. That's that's correct. correct. I, no, I did say, not sleep till. Just so you know, they come around twice a day. Yeah, <laughs> I must always miss the first one. Man, man gets up about eight, takes his pills, might eat a little lunch, and he's in bed. <laughs> no, I, I get up, I take my pills, I drink my coffee, pet my dogs, kiss my wife. Text some of you boneheads here, see how your days are going. In that order? Pretty much. At 10 o'clock? No. Uh, usually closer to 11 or something. Yeah. Usually closer to about 11.45. And then he's, he's back in bed by 3.30 take a nap. He's like, I didn't know there was any, any other but start out time at... 11. Mm-hmm. I thought the day started at 11. That's when the sun comes up in my life. <laughs> is it? <laughs> Man. Mike, will you read our Bible verse for us tonight, please? Yes. I'm going to be reading Colossians 3, verse 15 from the ESV version. Yes. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. And this episode is about thankfulness. What's that mean? I don't know. I'm asking. It's not a rhetorical question. Do you want the Webster Dictionary? No. Okay. <clears throat> I was just kidding. I think what? it's changed for me. Not it has just, changed? Yeah. Not okay. just over my life, but over my walk with Christ. So it used to be thankful for my family. 
primarily. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> is that primary? Is that like a little caveat in there? No, like, uh, I mean, it, you know, it's one of those, uh, when you're in the things of the world and stuff and, and I think different times too, I used to not be thankful all the time. It was more of a, well, right now we're in the Thanksgiving season. I won't say, you know, give any dates or anything, but, uh, it was, you get around the holidays and stuff like that. And I think you, for the most part, <clears throat> no matter the stage of your life, you, you're, you're thankful around those times. Um, the, most people are, maybe not you, Ronnie, but most people are. And, uh, so it's easy then it's easy to look and see what you're thankful for. You know, everybody's healthy and, and things like that. Um, but, uh, it, you know, and then when I really started walking correctly with Christ, as far as um, you know, seeking out a relationship with Him and everything, then it turned into being thankful for just being able to get up in the morning that He's allowing that to happen, and that it's just a testament of the fact that He's not done with me yet. I have there's more I need to do for Him before it's my time to go. So then it's being thankful for every little thing. And it's being thankful in Him, not in me, not in my own understanding, not for even necessarily things I was in the past, like thankful for the stuff I have, or the you know, um, and everything. But uh, just being thankful for what He's allowed me to do in my life, and the people He's surrounded me with, and um, you know, still. And I think late for me, it starts with Him. And then down the list is my family, you know, so it's more of a place where I should have been a long time ago. It just wasn't so. I think by nature we're gripers and complainers usually. And so it's easy to focus, focus on that. I, when you sent the text out, I thought about the story, story, not story. I'm not supposed to say story. They're accounts. They're biblical accounts, not stories. Correct. But the, but the biblical account in Luke 17, where it talks about the 10 lepers and one comes back and says, thank you. And we often criticize the nine for not coming back to say thank you. And we should, because they should have, I mean, here they are healed from this awful disease of leprosy. But I, I put myself in their shoes and think, you know, in leprosy in those days was extremely, it was a death sentence. Yeah, it was. I mean, they had to sit out, and I mean, they had the lepers camps outside the camp. They had to, you know, they couldn't come into the city for food. They couldn't be with their families. They couldn't. I mean, they had the only food they would get is the the trash pile that's that's left over. Yeah. If somebody came up to them, they'd have to yell, "Unclean, unclean, stay away from me." I'm, you know, and so and so it was it was a big deal, and so when Jesus heals them, obviously they're clean. They're able to go back to their families. They're able to go into the city and probably people they hadn't seen in years. And it doesn't discredit what they doesn't discredit them not being thankful, but they went on with their life as normal, like they weren't able to do, enjoying the thing, the normal things of life, and they just didn't do it. And I think that's where we find ourselves sometimes, where we just kind of we're going through life and we're just going through the motions of life and we're going through our routine of de- routine of the day, and we just don't don't stop and be thankful for the things that God has given us. Even though he's blessed us with so much stuff, like you just talked about, our family, our, our health, our, you know, we can go on and on and on about the things that God has blessed us with, but we don't often think about that. 
in those moments. Right. We don't often think about it in our day-to-day because we're too worried about the stress of life or the heartaches that we're, that we're going through. Like you said, being like uh, kind of the opposite and being ungrateful. Yeah. And it's there, you know, we, we complain and complain about what we don't have. Yes. As yep. opposed to what we do have, yep. you know, instead oh. of the basics of, you know, do you have a roof over your mm-hmm. head? Do you have food on your table? Yep. What else do you need? Or we compare ourselves, oh, yeah. you know, because that's easy. Well, we look around and go, well, why don't I have what they have? You know, they look at, they look at, look at what they're doing, look at their life, and we, and we compare ourselves, which is always a dangerous thing to do. Mm-hmm. And hard. <clears throat> yes. Especially yep. when you have people that you know. And yes. it's one of those, uh, not even necessarily keeping up with the Joneses anymore, right. but the, well, I know they don't follow Christ. Right. Yes. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. And it's one of those, that's when, again, mm-hmm. you come back to the, th- the thankfulness of, but what it, at the end? Yeah. Because none of the stuff that's here on earth, like, you know, we've heard over and over, you can't take any of it with you. Right. What are you left with? Yeah. They're going to have a big pile of stuff and you're going to be in, you know, in paradise. Mm. That's that's one of the biggest things you have to be thankful for, is knowing where you're ending up. That's right. What do you think, instigator Mike? Well, I uh, got a little lesson in thankfulness this weekend. As you may or may not know out there, we had our All Broken Conference 3. We had a pretty famous guy come in by the name of ASAP Preach, and I was expecting... No, not you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was expecting a big crowd because of his name, you know, being who he was. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we didn't have that big crowd. But what we did have, something we couldn't have bought if we wanted to, was the movement of the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit in that place. Mm-hmm. And the lives that were changed that day that gave themselves to Jesus. And then some were baptized that day. We ran out of towels, like you said, Ronnie. Mm-hmm. How do you put a price on that? How do you how do you quantify that gathering as not a success when it, when the, what we set out to do was manifested right in front of our eyes? Yeah, mm-hmm. that was the lesson I took away from yeah. it this weekend. Yeah, well, since you went there, like for me, it was like doing the same thing over and over, the nitpicking, the the stress, the arguing, the bickering, like the whole thing, right? And then doors open, people come in. It's a bigger venue than we've had in the past. Yep. So I still saw empty seats. Right. And I don't know who I said it to, but I was like, after that, like at the end of the night, when we were cleaning up to go again for round two, like I was like, it's not ever about butts in the seats. You said right. to me, Randy. You and I were yeah. talking about that. Yeah. That's yeah. when my light bulb went off in my head. Yeah, and, and like when I got home and Melissa and I were laying in bed and I'm just like recounting, reaccounting in my head, like everything, and like I started to weep. And then I started to laugh, and I was like, we ran out of towels, mm-hmm. right? Like, And through all of the struggles and the whole, is it worth it? I'm tired. Is it worth it? Like, we ran out of towels. Yep. The thing is, is if there had been a thousand people there, 
If them seats would have been plumb full, if that place would have been packed and people standing outside, and the ones that just come up, that just come up, and nobody else did, how would that have made you feel? Think about it. Mm -hmm. You'd have been liking it. Man, we had all them people there, and just that amount come up. God had the people there that he wanted there. Yeah, right. Period. I mean, you know, because we would have, like I said, if if we'd had a thousand people there and the only ones come up was the ones that come up. Then we would have spun it. We'd have been been like, oh, wow, that's all we had come up? Right. We would have spun it to the negative. Absolutely. We'd have quenched... We'd have quenched the spirit real quick with mm-hmm. that. Yep. You know, and that that's the thing. God knows. God knows exactly what we need, how we need it, when we need it. Yep. And just be thankful for what he does for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, people of today, the world teaches entitlement now. Mm. Yep. They teach entitlement. They don't teach Thanksgiving anymore. That's right. It used to back back in the old times. Back in my day. Back in my day. <laughs> no, not even in my day. Back in my day, it was still people th- thought they was entitled, you know? I even thought I was entitled at one time. I'm like, I need that. That's mine. I just go get it. Mm-hmm. I don't got to worry about thanking somebody. I just got to go get it. I got to do it myself. That's not how it works. When you think you're entitled, you better you better look, better relook yourself because we're never entitled. Yeah. We're never deserving. It's another check your heart. Yeah, check your heart. Yep, I got that heart check in December or uh, September sixteenth, two thousand and one. Yeah, that's when my heart was checked because hmm. I was entitled. Yep. But you hold the door open for people, just kind of do a test, hold the door open for people, and usually about half will say thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, the other half. Oh, will and, I, and, and I don't. And I don't do it. Obviously, I don't do it for the thank you. Right, yeah. but I've seen. but you but you do do it, you know, like in big crowds or something. You hold hold the door open, and you know you get stuck there. If you get to hold the door, you get stuck there because mm-hmm. you don't want it to slam in somebody else's somebody else's face. Or sometimes we do, but depending on who's depending on who's back there. But <laughs> exactly depends. Like, who's exactly exactly who's who's be, depends on who's behind you. You kind of do that look over your shoulder. Oh, okay, yeah, let the let the door slam on them. But yeah, I've seen you some know, videos sh- to where they go and that somebody didn't say thank you and they push them back out and yeah. shut the door. And, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but usually, usually it's about usually it's about half. Yeah, yep. you know, it's like what Bob is saying. You know, we think that's entitled, and we just expect it, mm-hmm. and we don't stop and think of all the things that we have to be thankful for mm-hmm. each and every day. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, God, God saved God saved us for one. He redeemed us. Absolutely. Right. That in itself is enough the to be thankful is, for everything. Is we think God owes us something? Mm-hmm. Yes. He owes us absolutely nothing. Yep. We owe Him everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, like I said, we are so undeserving. You know, Jesus is the one who said in the Garden of Gethsemane, in anguish, asking asking God to take the cup from him. He was so anguished that he was sweating blood. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, sweating blood yeah. for something that he didn't even do. He right. sweated blood for you and I. Then he poured his blood out on the cross for us. Yep. Yep. So, you know, he, he told and he was giving thanks to God at that moment, like, take this cup from me. Mm-hmm. But he's like, nope, your will be done. Anytime you say your will be done, you're thanking God for what he's doing in your life. Yep. Yep. And that's where it's at. If we're not thanking God for the things that we've got, be content with what you got. Be content with whatever situation you're in. 
Even if you're in a bad situation, be content with it because you know God's there with you. Mm-hmm. If, if one thing is he, he has taught me over the years, and here lately for real and real hard he's hit me with, is that be content with where you're at in your life. Mm. Yep. Don't want more. Don't expect more. Take what I give you. Take what you need, not what you want, what you need, and go with it. What's that passage Paul says? I've, I have uh, become content when I have abundance. I am content. I have learned to be content. In, uh, my Philippians. Passage. Yeah, Philippians 3. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I knew somebody knew it. <laughs> Ron, what about you? Wow. <clears throat> you, you sent the topic out, and I thought about it like all day today in my shop. What... Thank, thankfulness means to me and it's like it's godly reminders mm. I've been in a uh, little bit of a, a place here lately and this weekend all weekend Friday, Saturday, Sunday I was hit from all angles mm. every angle you could think of I thought everybody was preaching me. Micah's sermon was me. Yours was me. Mandy and uh, Mike Power hit me really hard, you know, because I'm sitting there listening to their story and how they couldn't have the children. Hmm. But yet, you know, and don't get me wrong, I miss my son dearly. But the fact of the matter is I had 25 good years I should be thanking God for. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't, you know, there's people out there that don't even get any, you know, mm-hmm. and that was very humbling for me. I uh, I bawled all three days, just to let you know. Um, and, I mean, that was a big reminder for me. So I was thankful for that. Um, I'm thankful for the people that he puts in my life all the time, you know. Even if they're just crossing my path, there's a reason for it. I, uh, I've renewed my, myself, or he has renewed me to the point of where I'm going to take more time with him for me. Amen. Because somewhere along the lines, I've lost the me. You know, I give... But yet I give to the point of where I forget about myself. And the the reminder was very uh very strong this weekend. So and like I said, the Mandy thing and Fred Perry, everything he said hmm. I swear to God, everybody was just hitting me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what to do. And everybody was like, are you okay? Well, and I'm sitting here saying yes. Well, no, I'm not okay. But, you know, at the end of the day, I will be. And I was thankful for everything that was said. And like I said, I, I, for me, it's not about me. If y'all, y'all mm-hmm. see that right. Mm-hmm. You know, because I do for others. More than I do for myself, I don't. I don't care about myself as much. Yeah, you're and, like the rest of us. And like. it gets me to the point of where I care so much about others. 
that I forget about myself. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You're and not like everybody, but like I got told multiple times from different people that don't even text or talk to each other that I'm good at pouring out. I absolutely stink at pouring back in. Being filled back up. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. And it was burning me out. Mm. Yep. You know, but this weekend just filled me right back up. And I'd been talking for weeks to you, Mike, Ronnie, about I needed something to relight my fire because it was, I had a pilot light, but boy, it was just barely on. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and I think that that's something for me that's so amazing with God is I think we've all been feeling that, that we're pouring out, pouring out, and, and we've been looking and talking about something to pour back into us to where now it's kind of ended up that what we were doing was for us. You know what I mean? Without yeah. realizing it. Because I don't think we 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 didn't try to uh, customize or, 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 or anything to, to, for us. <coughs> it wasn't like, no offense to anybody who spoke, it's not like, let's get, pick our favorite speakers and have them come out. Let's pick, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wasn't anything like that. And it was nothing, of course, the like the the pat on the back or the let's show what we're doing, anything like that. From an early point when we decided to put this conference on this year, we said we're giving it to God, and we did. And that was a cause of stress. It was. Because well, I felt like I... A thousand percent it was. Yeah. I wanted... I thought I was giving it to God. Right. But the bad thing was, I don't think I was, because like Mike said, I was distraught Friday night. Mm-hmm. And Saturday, right? You know, because of the so-called attendance. Saturday, yeah. for sure. It, uh, it, I can see it in your face. Saturday, mm-hmm. it, yeah. uh, from it, across the room. Yeah. yeah, it it brought me down because my hopes were so high, but I was looking at it at a number side instead of a spiritual side. Spiritual yeah. side, yeah. Yep. I was like, man, absolutely. I mean, this thing is so big. Why ain't it big? Mm-hmm. But yet it was big, but I wasn't looking at it through the white, through the right glass. Right. Well, you know, you know, something else I learned this, this I learned this today actually. I'm always wondering where the money's going to come from, and I need to be in control of what's happening and how to get there. Now, Mike, I don't mean to give out your story, but um, the kitchen, as we all know, has been kind of struggling to get funds to feed the people here in Moberly. Well, Micah got some great news today out of nowhere. So God had a plan, but I couldn't see it. So mm-hmm. what, I, what, what came to me was I'm thankful that God has a plan and my plans suck, and that's okay. I mean, that right there. That's the hard part yeah. for me. It's it's right? hard for me because like when when Mike was talking, and he was like, "No offense to the people that spoke." Well, like I got voted to speak, right? So you're not offending me. <laughs> well, but, yeah. but I'm just saying, yeah. like, but what he just said though is that I got to be okay with that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, and sometimes I am, and then sometimes I lay it down at the cross. And I step back a little bit, 
And then I look around, and then I go back and pick it right back up. Right. Like he's not watching. Yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe but, I can sneak this one in. I, yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And when, when Micah texted me and told me that, I thought, Mike, you fool. Because I've been running through my head different scenarios to help raise money for the kitchen. Because it's an important part here in community to feed people who can't feed themselves. And I'm thinking, boy, if they're in financial trouble, we've got to do something. We, we, me, whomever. And... God already had it under control. So I was thankful that God had it under control. And I should lean into that. Because I've been struggling with trust issues, and boom, here, here it is, right in my face. Here's why you need to trust me, because I have it under control. <laughs> it, it just it kind of like, like an avalanche hit me today. Well, after Friday and Saturday, you shouldn't have had no trust issues, because God took care of it. Mm-hmm. Well, well, yes, yeah. but I, but what I'm saying is I understand what you're saying. I put the cherry on top for me, just his the remarkable thing that happened for the kitchen from God today. I I understand you're a blockhead, and it takes you forever <laughs> to get something through. I'm the same no, way. I, I will accept that because that is absolutely correct, dude. That I, I'm not I'm not saying that to be mean. That's the way I am. It takes him. It takes a big hammer and a chisel to knock yes. through my head. Yeah. I mean, it it just uh, it's crazy the things that uh, <laughs> you're blind to your own passion. Well, mm-hmm. well, and, and like absolutely, your week, own passion blinds you to the mm-hmm. point of where you can't put nobody in front. There, of your no, eyes. There's no other way, yep. right? Other I've than got your passion and what. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and how many times? How <laughs> many times have we read the accounts of the disciples? Right. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. right there. Oh yeah. And then. Ten minutes later, oh, yeah. the next day, you did it. Over two thousand. You do it again. Over two thousand years later, we're still armchair quarterbacking the disciples, <laughs> and we're currently doing the same exact thing. Yeah, and you know what I mean. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's yeah, making it's, them. Making them stupid, silly mistakes like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Did. You're like, how? You were right there. You were right there, and you saw it. You saw everything happen. He even let you have some of it to do it, to go out and heal people, to do this and do that. How did you turn away from him as soon as the you know, crap hit the fan and all of that? And you're like, how much better do we have it now than they asking, ever did? It's always asking the wrong question. Like, why did you do this to me? What's going on? Instead of saying, you know, thank you. Yeah, for what you're doing. Yeah, you know. Well, and, and and like that's what I said. Like Friday night, I laughed slash cried myself to sleep. Right, and then I got up the next day, got ready, went to the venue, and then the people started coming in, and I'm right back to square one again. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. After the miraculous stuff that took yeah, place like, Friday night. Mm-hmm. Hello, big red truck, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to hit you, Ronnie. <laughs> well, You're coming. Yeah. I'm coming. I'm going to tell you guys, Ian was not 100% this week. Mm-hmm. He was like maybe when, when we picked him up at the plane, 60%. You know, we took him back to the Airbnb, and it's funny because uh, as we was going back to the Airbnb and we started getting into the residential sections, he goes, Man, this place reminds me of that movie Hocus Pocus. Remember that movie? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, I don't think uh, I saw that one. Oh, yeah, we, Lord have mercy. Anyway, <sighs> you know, he, he, and before that, he asked Carl, you know, he's like, have y'all got any, have y'all had any encounters with witches or whatever up there, you know? Which, 
Carl and Cole did on at that church. one Sunday at church. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, she came to church. She came to church, and she proclaimed to be mm. she proclaimed to be Satan. Yeah, mm. she worshipped him. She worshipped mm. him. But anyway, the week before, the week before, yeah, yeah. yeah. the week before, before. That, that he correct, asked. Yeah, yeah. correct. Wow. And Ian asked Carl if there was anything like that going on, and Carl told him yes. But when when we got into Columbia and we started going around, like I say, he was only like sixty percent, seventy maybe. And uh, we started hitting them residential areas. He goes, man, this reminds me of Hocus Pocus. When we went on, I mean, and honestly, he started praying right there. He broke out into prayer right there and just started praying over Columbia, mm. which I thought was amazing. Mm. You know, he was giving thanks for God doing this and giving thanks for God doing that and, and praying that God takes this out and takes that out, you know. And, uh, of course, it's hard to drive with your eyes shut. That's what Chris was. I see you made it okay. I made it. We made it. We made it. That's why, anyway, that's why they make cruise control. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> God was driving. That's right. That's right. But we got. Jesus we, had the wheel. Like the great theologian Carrie Underwood said. That's right. But we got to that house, got inside, and we walked in, and Ian walked back to the bedroom he was going to stay in. He walks out of that bedroom with a little bitty sign, probably, I don't know, six inches by six inches. And he looked at me. I was looking at him. He goes, I'm going to blow your mind. I'm like, what do you got? He flipped that sign around, and you'll never guess what it said. Hocus Pocus. And immediately, he put that sign down, and we started praying over that house. Mm. And, you know, it, it just, uh, man, there, there was so much God over the weekend, it was unreal. Yeah. And when we went back and picked Ian and Bo up, he was probably about 85, 90%. God had, you know, we prayed over him and, and Carl yeah. prayed for him to, you know, feel better. And, mm -hmm. and then when he got, of course, when he got to the concert, you know, he told us afterwards, he goes, I was only 80%, maybe 85%. I'm like, dude, I'd hate to see you. I'd love to see you at 100%. I'd love to see you at 100%. Had to hold him back. I'm but, uh, no, and I mean, it just, and then Sunday, or not Sunday, but Saturday, we went to take him back to the airport. And we got there, and he was probably at 40% again. He was sick again. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, God allowed him to be able to do that concert. Yeah. Before the sickness come back onto him, it, and I think it was such so amazing for me to see all of the guys because not all of them had performed together before, right? But they knew each other, um, but not only the camaraderie, but the support that they gave well, each other. One hundred percent. The yeah. thing is, is uh, Derek and Bliss. That was the very first time that they'd ever met ASAP. Gotcha. Very first yeah. time. They talked and they, you know, message, message and all that, back yeah. and forth. But that was the very first, and Manna too, I think, mm -hmm. was the first time that they met ASAP. Was that night? <laughs> yeah. And I and I love the huh? not for Manna, not for no. Manna. No, because Eric mm -hmm. and Manna did a thing in St. Louis. Oh, okay, a oh, month before. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. well then, but, but like second, second time, time. Yeah. right? Like yeah. right. But I mean, gotcha. and, and I had told them this and thanked them because the energy. And, and the Holy Spirit oh, was man. rocking like we were, you know, in a dome somewhere. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I tell mean, you what the amazing. way, the way he set the way he set that up, starting out with starting out with Derek, and then going through, and having, and putting manna before him, 
because when Manna got on stage, if you if you didn't notice, there was a shift right there. Mm-hmm. I'm talking there was an energy shift when he got up on stage mm-hmm. because he wasn't gonna let everybody just sit in them chairs. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, Sunday morning, come on, right? Man. Come yeah. on, that's right. He, and yep. that that little dude had some energy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He had Absolutely. some energy. I loved everything about it. I mean, it just uh, mm-hmm. I really that that song that Bo sang church. Oh, man, that was yeah. such a powerful. Powerful song. Yeah. Yeah. What were you going to say, Ron? Manny hit me with his... His testimony? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because of his brother. Oh, yeah. And all it did was remind me of my son. Yeah. I mean, my son was like in that building all weekend. Mm-hmm. Everything reminded me. Mandy. Man, man, Mandy and Mike. Manny. I mean, the Bo song. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like crazy yeah a lot of them hit me because of the aspect of i feel like it could have been me and any of their testimonies oh sure you know just yeah one wrong turn yep. I, I mean i just i was not even one like maybe a quarter on some of it you know i just didn't the, get caught right right yeah correct exactly yep absolutely but i tripped and fell on my face friday night mm-hmm and he caught me. Yep. I could have turned the wrong way several times, especially after my son went. But oh yeah, you know, all of us could have. I mean, at some point in time, there's always something that you listen to the wrong people. You know, you're hanging around the wrong people. You're doing the wrong thing. Or, I tell you, you guys, if you look way. back on your life, I don't care who you are. If you look back on your life, you're gonna see God in it, whether you trusted in Him or followed Him or not. Oh, I can look back. All them times and moments. There. Oh yeah, the moments. Yeah, I mean, come on. He hung me on a picket fence upside down so I wouldn't get caught by the cops. Mm-hmm. I got a nice little scar on the back of my leg from that. God done that. God hung me upside down. Yep. He's the one that done that. How I got off that picket fence had to be him because it was it was stuck <laughs> in the back of my leg. And that's what I love about him is you didn't turn to him in that moment. No. It took longer and years for mm-hmm. you to do that. Long time. But he still gave you the same grace and the same thing, same energy and the same forgiveness that he did when you did turn your life around. Yes. And I spit in his face. Mm-hmm. I mean, absolutely spit in his face. We all we all did. I know, but I turn, you know what I, I mean? I literally said I didn't need it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, well, I mean, rejected you actually Start, physically said it. Right. Yeah. We thought just did word, it with our actions. Yeah. Well, that thought word and action, true. you know, all the time. Yeah. I used to laugh at people that <clears throat> were on fire for Christ mm-hmm. and go, what is wrong with that person? Yeah. I mean, they, they what cult do they go to? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Look at that Bible. They thumper. must. They must have drank the Kool Aid, right? Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yep. Kool Aid. Everything I did, I did on my own. I mean, that's what I. That was my mindset. Man, I remember back when we was running around uptown. There was one old boy that would stand on the corners, and just, I mean, that dude could. He was spitting out some God. I'm telling you, it was just amazing the stuff that he said. I still remember. I still picture him and see him. Immobile here? Yeah. Hmm. And just, you know, and some of the words he said, you know, apparently it stuck with me because I remember I remember his face and everything, but I just 
chose to ignore it. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I remember him. He used to do it when we used to cru- when they allowed cruise. Us every to cruise. time, yeah, he'd be on a street corner, and there was a guy in Columbia that did the same thing mm-hmm. on Business Loop right there, uh, Taco Bell. He would stand there on that corner when that light changed, and he was singing. You talking about and there, praising across from Hickman? I've seen yes, yes, I know. I've seen people absolutely hit that man with drinks and mm-hmm. just, I mean, throw food at him, throw whatever at him, and mm-hmm. he just stand there and just continue on, yeah. like it never even bothered him. He was there for a purpose, you know. Mm-hmm. And now that I look at that and think about that. We should have that same fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. We should have that same purpose. That purpose should be putting God in everybody's life. That should be our main purpose in life. Yep. That should be the goal that we set for ourselves. Yeah. But do we? No. No. We do not. We still allow life to get in our way. Yep. And every time God moves and every time we see him and we're like, oh, I'm in awe. But the next day, we're right back to where we was at. Yep. What's one, up with that? One or two things for me. I'm in awe, and then I go right back to it. Or I'm in awe, and then I try to explain it away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's just being real. I know. Yeah. Right? I get it. And instead of being thankful and looking at the glass half full. Right. Like, I'm just like, it's like I got... Short-term memory loss, mm-hmm. you know, like hi. My I've name's Tom. Seen guys, I've actually seen <laughs> guys like turn away, turn away from God after he awed them. Yes, and yeah. they tried to explain it away. Yeah. They yeah. absolutely turned and walked away. I can't, I can't see how anybody can taste God's glory and then turn from Him. Yeah, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I I still mess up, but man. How can you taste his glory and, and then spit in his face still? Right. Because the grape isn't ripe yet. I guess. But. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying, look at, we just said, it took me years. It took you years. It took me years. Because <clears throat> I'm sure there was moments for me that everybody else around me was like, do you not see that? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, nope, don't see it. You know, well, it's like Ron says, sometimes, you know, you can't see yourself and see the things that people can see in you. So you look at people and you're like, man, you can't see the amount of times you've been blessed like this either. You know, this happened, this happened, this happened. You should have died at that. You should have, you know, been paralyzed with that. You should have this and that. And, you know, how do you not see that? You know, and it's like, oh, well, the doctors took care of me. Mm. No, one doctor. Yeah, I'm sorry. The good, doctors good did friend. not did not reroute your veins and your arteries and your heart to make right. you survive. That right. wasn't yeah. doctor. Let me explain what I mean by <clears throat> tasting the glory of God. No, yeah, go ahead. When you taste His salvation and you know He's given it to you, freely give it to you because you did not deserve it, mm-hmm. but He gave it to you because He deemed you valuable. And I still see so-called people that say they're Christians spit in his face every day for whatever. Mm-hmm. Don't thank him for nothing. Still think they're entitled and still expect God to just give it to them for nothing. Yeah. I can't. I, yeah. I mean, that, yeah. That, yeah. that sets me off. It, yeah. it, it just infuriates me. Yeah. But 
What do we do? Which one's worse? That or or when somebody says unworthy? <laughs> well, I think it's the unworthy. <laughs> or is it a tie? It, or is probably, it me right now? It's probably a tie. <laughs> I think it's you poking the back. Ding, 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 yeah. ding. We have a winner. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean. No, I get it. I was just. Correct. Yeah. Both of them. They're yeah. both the same. What do you think about over there, Ron? Looks like you're thinking long, thinking wrong. Thinking, I'm, not, I'm not thinking, thinking wrong. Thinking. I'm just thinking about my weekend. Like I said, you know, everybody tells me, give it over to God, give it over to God. And I truly believe this weekend was a big step for me for doing that because I I can't do it. I don't want to do it. I do, but I don't. But, I mean, right. with his help is the way I want to do it from now on. I don't want to do it just me. And, and that's the part where I struggle with a lot until... <laughs> You know, I, I know I got a ways to go. You know, I'm not going to change overnight. But, and I'm still going to fall. But for the fact that, you know, I get so worked up when I see somebody doing something or acting a certain way, but yet they're talking the right way. And and I try to intervene and, and I try to correct and I try to say, well, that's, that's great, but you're not doing it. And it gets me to the frustration side, and that's where it takes my joy. Mm. And this weekend showed me that I need to give it all to God. I need to lay it at His feet and leave it there, and control. And when that when that time comes to where I feel like it's overwhelmed me again, well, I got to step back and realize that He's got it, and I need to concentrate more on keeping myself in line with God. Don't get me wrong, I'm not going to give up on the person, but you know, I can only do so much talking and then the Holy Spirit has to take over. I mm-hmm. it ain't going to happen. Right. That person has to see and feel and yep. get that yeah. That charge. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And take charge of their life as well to say, "Look, this is what I want. This is where I need to go. This is what he's you know, granted, if I can help them get there, but see, that's the problem. A lot of times, if I don't see them going the way I think they should be, that's what kills me, and that's what upsets me, and then it just takes my joy. Mm-hmm. You have to remember, you can't bring anybody to the cross. Yep. They have to bring themselves. And that's where I'm at. And this morning, I got up, and, you know, I didn't fall to my knees, which I probably should have, but... I, uh, before I did start my day, I thanked him for my day. And, you know, I see these things on Facebook all the time. What am I thankful for today? And if I was to do that, I don't think I could start any one of those without thanking him for Jesus and then thanking him for whatever he's put in my life. Yep. But I read them and they say, well, I thank you for my fam. I'm thankful for my family. Well, I just don't think I couldn't. I don't know if I could do that now without putting thank you for your son mm-hmm. and thank you for my family. And, and that's how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to, I mean, because, you know, it says in in, uh, in the Bible that all things through him, you know, and it, it, all things are through Christ. All things. 
this is how you're supposed to love. You're supposed to love him first and then your family or then, you know, and then your wife and then your family, you know, and they, we talk about it all the time with the umbrella factor and the, and all of this, but it's first supposed to be him. And it just filled my heart today. And today was a beautiful day, you know? So one of the things I said was, thank you for your son and thank you for this beautiful day. And, and my day was great. I mean, it was just everything I thought of or people I thought about. I mean, it was just a really all-around fulfilling day for me. And I'm going to try it again tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to try it again the next day. And hopefully it continues, which I believe it will. I hope. Let's pull the needle off the record. Final thoughts. Go around the room. Mike. I thought he was Big Daddy. Sorry. I think we have to... Take words out of your mouth. Remind, your, remind ourselves, and this goes for me uh, most when I say this, um, to stop the, well, next time. Well, next time I see this person, I'll pray. Well, next time when I see an opportunity or feel that pull, then I'll do it. we got to stop and we have to take that time then. You know, because otherwise you're not going to find gratefulness or thankfulness in anything. Good point. Micah? I'm reminded, reminded of the verse in Lamentations that says, it's only by the grace of God that we're not consumed. That, that, I meditate on that verse a lot because it really kind of blows my mind that he could really wipe us out at any time. So thankfulness is just thanking him, like Ron was talking about earlier, thanking him for another day. God, I thank you for giving me the breath to breathe another day. And we've got to point our focus back to him always. And that's hard to do because we do get like that. We were talking earlier and I was reminded of John 14 where Jesus makes the emphatic statement, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And then it's Philip that says, well, how do we know the way? And it's almost like Jesus goes, I mean, it's almost like he's like, what do you mean? You know, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. If you've, if you've been around me, you've seen the miracles, you've and but but yet we do that the we do that today. We do the same thing. We go, well, wait, is God really going to provide for me? Do I do I really have anything to be thankful for? I mean, look at my life. I well, it's only by the grace of God that we're not consumed. Mm -hmm. So yes, we do have a lot to be thankful for all the time. We've just got to give Him gratitude, and it's not just a November thing. It should be an attitude of our heart, and it should be an all the time thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Instigator, Mike. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, I know it's a deep subject, and there was a lady there once, but anyway. Um, <laughs> sorry, a little joke there. I was thinking about Abraham. You know, God told him to take his son up mm -hmm. and sacrifice him. Mike has said many times, and others have as well, God first, then family. I'm pretty sure that I could not have done what Abraham was going to do. I have thought about that many, many times. So 
to be thankful, so thankful, because Abraham was, that would just be exactly where I'd like to be. So for me, I'm trying to get there. Everyone likes to say our walk is a journey, and there's a reason for it. They don't call it a, they don't call it a sprint. It's a marathon. That's right. You know, you talk about your four years. Micah talks about his 18 in the ministry. Mike talks about his prior life. Well, we all have, Ron and Bob. But uh, what I, I guess I'm rambling. Sorry. No, oh, you're good. What I'm trying to say is, no matter where you're at in your walk, remember that it's a walk, not a sprint. Yep. Be thankful for the things you have learned that God has placed in your life. And count it all blessings and move forward. And continue to look for the blessings. So that's that's my final thought. Silent Rob? Well, my thought's more of like a challenge, I guess. Well. To uh you know, if if you feel like you're in that bad spot, like a, like I'm getting ready to do, like st- you know, like I started today is start your day off with just thanking God first. Mm-hmm. Thanking him for his son, his grace, his love, you know, and that the fact that he's with you throughout the day. Because today, you never know what that day is going to bring for you. But yet, if if it happens, there's always probably some rhyme or reason for it, or it wouldn't be there. And, I mean, just take it. And if you don't understand it, ask the question. Because he'll show you. And I saw it. Bob? Yes? <laughs> Would you like me to speak? What's your, final, <laughs> what's your final thought? All right. Actually, I found this, I found this uh, thing on my phone. Actually, it starts with 1 Thessalonians 5.18. It says, God directs you in everything. God directs you in everything. Give thanks for this is God's will for your, for you in Christ Jesus. You know, that says a lot. Because, you know, it, it actually, we should, uh, we should give him thanks and gratitude every day. Every moment. Every waking breath. Whatever. We should even dream about it. You know, that's that's how much we should do. So, you know, the first thing we need to do is remember him. Know who he is. Remember what he's done for us. You know, uh, Psalms 3.6 says, In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. You notice how it says he will make your paths straight. You ain't going to make your paths straight. It's all God that does it. God keeps us on the straight and narrow. And if we get offline, he puts us right back on that straight and narrow path. Mm-hmm. No problem. And he's graceful and most and, and loving to do that for us. He is such a merciful God that mm-hmm. I don't know why we, uh, why we do the things we do. I don't know why I do the things I do. Because he shows me grace and mercy every day of my life. And then it goes on to say we should serve others. In 1 Peter 4.10, it says, You are directed as each other has received a special gift. Employ it in serving one another as God, as good stewards 
of the manifold grace of God. So, and he goes on to say, serve others. If you're serving others, you're showing thankfulness and gratitude to God because you're thankful and obedient enough to, to serve what God, to do what God wants you to do. If we're attentive and we're listening to Him, then we should be doing what He wants us to do. You know, and then it goes on to say, express gratitude to others. You know, we gotta, we just gotta honor what God wants us to do. And by expressing gratitude to others, that's how to do it. You're, you're showing God through you by doing that. Mm -hmm. And then, he tells us to, to choose to be humble. Mm -hmm. You know, James 4.10 says, Humble yourselves in the presence of the Lord, and He... And He will exalt you. Right. He will do it. Not us. Right. Ron's not going to exalt me. Ronnie's not going to exalt me. God Himself is the one who's going to exalt me. I'll exhaust you. You'll exhaust <laughs> you. <laughs> True story. <laughs> and then the, the last part of this is, you know, and it's really important, pray to Him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go to Him in prayer for everything. I mean, it just... Uh, that's where it's at. If we're not talking to him and if we're not telling him our day or telling him our troubles or taking whatever it is that we got going on in our life to him and leaving it at the cross instead of picking it back up, leave it there with him so he can take care of it. Talk to him. That's the whole thing. That's the key right there. Have that personal relationship with God. Yes. I think that's what hit me this weekend. Because I didn't. Or I thought I did, but it wasn't nowhere near where it probably should have been. Mm. So that's my final over to God. Yep. Praise God. That Sorry, Bob. That no, you're fine. That was my final yep. thought. I was done. Uh, mine is let no one ever come to you without leaving better and happier. Be the living expression of God's <laughs> kindness. Because you never know. We have a shirt that says, you might be the only Bible that they read today. Yep. And that's 100% true. Even if they are a Christian. Yeah. It might be the only one. You might be the only one that they read that day. Mike, you're pulling double duty. <laughs> you want to pray us out? All right. Lord our God, we just humbly come to you this evening, and we thank you for this time. We thank you for everything in our lives every day. Lord, we could spend 24 hours, 365 days a year doing nothing but thanking you, and it mm. still wouldn't be enough. Yes. We love you, and we praise you, and we just want to walk our walk with you. We want to have relationship with you. We want to live our lives in the way that you have described it. We know it's not easy. But it is so, so worth it, Lord. We just want to praise you, Lord, and just thank you. I thank you for the men around this table, the ones that you've put into my life to help me on this path, to keep me on that straight and narrow so that I don't veer. And thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, and dying for my sins so yes. that I don't have to spend eternity in hell. Yes. We love you and we praise you, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 And until next time, we'll catch you on the flip side. <laughs>